This episode is brought to you by the Stiletto Talk web series. Be sure to check out episode two now live on YouTube. You are listening to the Stiletto Talk podcast with Kay and Shanice. Now kick off your stilettos and let's talk. Enjoy the show. Bon chicka wow <laughs> Hello, welcome to um. Where are we? Season, th- I mean, <laughs> season two, episode three, baby. Yes, season two, episode three. Okay, welcome to all of my new sisters. If you are just tuning into the Slow Talk podcast, come on into the room. We're well, we are so happy to have you here and catch up with all of our other healing uh, questions that we've explored throughout season one and in season two so far. You ready to get into the healing question of today, babe? Sure, let's go. Oh, for those who don't know, I am Kay, your lovely host. And I am Shanice, your other lovely host. <laughs> we are going to explore the question of what is the difference between being a gold digger and wanting someone financially stable? Now, I ain't saying she a gold. But I ain't messing with no bro. Uh, uh, I Kanye, come through, come through, Kanye. <laughs> oh, what is the difference? You know, oh, this is a great question. So I'm the you, gold digger, you guys. So I don't know about the financially stable part. I think that the difference between a gold digger. So this is my right off rip thoughts because i'm literally we literally read these questions like we pull it up on air so that you can get our most authentic version of what we the question i think first the difference between a gold digger i feel like a gold digger is someone that thrives and i don't know if i want to stick with this word but thrives off possession or they see value in possession I think that someone that is financially, you want someone that's financially stable, you want longevity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like almost like what I mean by like, finding you put place value on material things, which can go away. Money comes and goes. Purses come and go. Think about it. They have seasons when it comes to purses and then it goes to the outlet within like you walking around, you ain't even had the bag about four months before a new one came out and now you're <laughs> behind on the times. So I feel like, you know, when you have such a strong value for material possessions, I think that makes you a gold digger. But when you have a value in longevity, you want someone that can have financial longevity. I feel like that is the difference. So I hope that makes sense. It does. So like what I heard you say is a gold digger, somebody who wants monetary value. So it's like you want the the quick, fast, easy things where you hear somebody that has financial stability. But what I think I hear you say is they don't, might not be driving that Range Rover, or all mm-hmm. the expensive high end things, but they're able to make ends meet. There we go. Yeah. I feel like, you know, they may not outwardly look when I see a gold digger, I think of a flashy person and that's just my own perspective of it. I think of someone that is attracted to the flashy guy in the club that literally spent his entire check on strippers (laughs) strippers or the way he looks like usually i think that like gold diggers are like attracted to people that are flashy but i also feel like the people that are flashy are trying to attract the gold diggers they are because they're trying to prove themselves as their financial worth or financial stature versus the person of who they are as a person and what they 
like their soul and who mm-hmm. they truly are, right? They want to say, look at me, I got money. But most of the time, the people is like, look at me, I got money. I ain't got no money. I really do feel like the gold diggers, like they, they look for, how else will they know who to dig gold from? Besides those people that are like, hey, look, I got money by the type of clothes that they're wearing. But you don't really know that they spent their last to get this outfit. See, babe, bougie, she just be letting people know. She be trying to put in that subtleness. You know, you try to put that subtleness in so people just don't know. But if you look hard enough, you'll see the designer brand. You just got to look for it. I've just never been someone that's been, like, very flashy. That's just not my style. But I really do feel like, you know, do I want... Did I, when I was dating... Was I looking for someone that's financially stable? Yes. Not because I wanted them to supplement my hard work. It's because I wanted someone that we can put our money together and now we we can create wealth. And I think a gold digger is like, supplement my income. So I don't have to do anything. Exactly. I want to spend my money and I want to spend your money. I want your money to make me live off of so whatever money I make, I can spend on myself. I personally feel like a gold digger doesn't have much to offer. I, I, I said what I said. I do feel like a gold digger. They have to usually when I think of a gold digger, I think of someone that's very like, you know, they use their body. Usually all they have to offer is sex. And a trade for that is you buy me things. Yeah, and I think it's you're mass- also a servant when you do that. You're going to yeah. be their slave and they say do this and it's like you're going to have to. Yeah, a gold digger has no control. Because in order for me to get what I want, no matter how much these rap songs make you think they have control, they don't. Because they could be cut off at any given time. If you don't stop giving whatever the agreement was for you to get this goal, you no longer get this goal. And now I'm sitting out here on the streets homeless. Yeah, or there could be another bad woman that, I was going to say B, but there's another bad woman that comes up that looks better than you, is younger than you. I mean, you're going to age and... I mean, they want the hottest, prettiest thing because that's what they're trying to attract with all the money. Mm-hmm. And then you might not be that no more. Yeah, you, it goes back to flashiness. They want a trophy. A gold digger wants someone that they don't have to be much. You don't. They don't have to grow. They don't have to have much. They're a child, basically. They want handouts. Mm-hmm. They just got a fat ass. Ooh, yes. And a BBL. They pretty much. They might not have. They might have, <laughs> you know, they have your hating. They usually are like what I would consider, you know, like... IG models. I, I mean, and I know I'm making a lot of assumptions and I may be feeding off stereotypes. Okay. I got, clearly I got some healing to do in that area. But I really do feel like when I envision a gold digger, I envision someone that like I have nothing to offer, but I expect you to supplement what I don't have to offer with money. And I feel like the difference of another woman that's just saying I need you financially stable is like, I'm not saying I don't have anything to bring to the table. Like, I am the table, and I'm expecting you to bring another table, and now we got uh, we got a longer table. That's what, I'm, <laughs> that's what I envision with someone that wants financial stability versus a gold digger. Um, yeah, so I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, I think somebody who's financially stable, so I, when I think of somebody financially stable, I think of somebody that is, um, you know, they actually have good work ethic. They go to work every day. They don't like call out for any random reasons. They have consistency. And I think that's what I would look for. Somebody that has like consistency. They bring in a stable income, mm-hmm. whether it's a lot or, you know, everybody's definition of a lot of money varies. Yeah. But as long as they're making their ends meet, they can be self-sufficient on their own. Then I feel like that's, to me, that's financially stable because you're living within your means. 
I couldn't be with somebody that, um, you know, lives beyond their means or lives beyond their means because they don't have the money. So like a gold digger is somebody who don't have the means, like they don't have the money to, mm-hmm. to make their, their, to meet their means, I guess. Yeah. That's why they need other people to help supplement them. Mm-hmm. And no matter where that goes, it's always going to be not good for you. Yeah. Well, have you ever been involved with a gold digger? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I have. And it's not me, y'all. <laughs> What made them, what was the difference between them being a gold digger and them just wanting someone financially stable? What was the difference? Um, Because hindsight, when you look back on it, I feel like most of the things that they wanted were financial, whether it wasn't necessarily buy me this purse or that or whatever. It was more of, um, I felt like this person kept always extending our, she was actually using like credit. So I'm a person that doesn't really try to get in debt or have credit and it's like yes we could make these monthly payments yes we could but if we can't buy it outright or if it's not something we absolutely want why do we need it yes we could afford this extra hundred dollar payment for something that could buy us this in the long term but you know if you knew me you knew that that brings me anxiety that I don't like that right and so it's like she kept pushing my 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 threshold of comfort and um expanding it just for her um, I guess I don't know if it's flashiness, like we take trips all the time and it was trips that were beyond our means because we'd be putting on the credit card and not having any way to pay it off and we already have a loan. So if we paid off some of the credit card, it would go right back up. Hey. Like, all right, well, we paid it off. All right, let's go book this trip. And it's just like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. But it's like, was she contributing to the trip money? Um, so it's different when you contribute 80% and they contribute 20. So yes, you can contribute, but it, it's irrelevant. Yeah. at the end of the day right yeah and i'm not trying to throw shade but that's just facts um so it's like it's unfortunate you know you know i got played y'all <laughs> okay. thank god i got made <laughs> we've all been through some things because i feel like you know i've never encountered i've never been i've never been a gold digger but i have been someone that wanted someone that was financially stable and i stood by that like and what I was looking for was maybe not even like you got to make this certain amount of money. I wanted someone that had a career and not a job. So right. it's like, you know, there was room for growth and advancement. Now, was there times where I wasted a lot of my time and I had somebody that had a job, a bottom of the barrel job? Yes. I have not always been who I am right now. But I felt like my standards after that was like, oh, no, I don't even like the mentality of somebody that just have a job. I want the mentality of somebody that want financial stability for themselves and they want a career because there's two different things like right. all facts, you know, no shade. It's the difference between having a job and having a career. And I think that's the difference between the, the longevity and the financial stability is which one do you have? Are you going from job to job or are you advancing in your career? That was my requirement after I got, you know, I didn't have that extreme, like what happened to you, babe, but I had somebody that pretty much didn't have no aspirations in life. It's like, they didn't have a problem getting a job, but you know, a job, you know, that's just a lot. Like you working at McDonald's, you know, that's hard work and mental exhaustion and little money at that time. Right. So you're not being, it's not, you're not bringing equal things to the table. 
No, no. Hmm. There is a huge difference, though. I, right. I do. So I think for me, when I was looking after that incident, is I'd want somebody that had a career as well, but a career that was movable because I know with my career path that I will get up and move. I've moved. I've lived in a couple of different states now, and I can't mm-hmm. say that this is going to be the last state that we live in. Um, so I want them to be able to have um, a career path. I, I would like for them to have a degree. Mm-hmm. And then I would also like to see that their um, living arrangements, that they're one self-sufficient and then two where they live and their living arrangements is something that I could live with. Cause somebody right. could be, um, you know, self-sufficient and pay their rent or mortgage or whatever, but it's someplace that I wouldn't live. Mm-hmm. Then I kind of wouldn't want to live there or be with that person either, just cause I feel like their standards is a little bit lower mm-hmm than mine and so that means I'm going to elevate you now you're going to expect this right and I feel like that oh yes because I feel like that helped me understand my difference I'm trying to put like in my mind I'm creating a mental list of this is a gold digger this is someone that wants somebody financial financially stable and I feel like you said something that made me think like a gold digger is dependable like they depend they're dependent not dependable they're dependent on someone for something it's like they're saying oh yeah i want somebody with a career all these things i'm saying but yet they're that person that work at mcdonald's but they're also not bringing nothing to the table right so i feel like as a i want somebody who's financially stable but i also bring something to the table and vice versa for bay where i feel like if i was a gold digger that would be me trying to get with like a millionaire yeah, I might bring something to the table, but it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant in comparison to a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I want to tell you about a good sis case study, Miss Courtney. Okay, Miss Courtney. Court, court. Courtney with the K. I have to emphasize that it's Courtney with a K, <laughs> not with a C. Miss Courtney with a K. You know, somebody called her a gold digger, and she may not have been a gold digger. I think it just may. She may have just been involved with somebody that couldn't provide for themselves. So. Let's go to this quick commercial break, and when we get back, we're going to dive right into our good sis case study with Miss Courtney with a K. Breathe with me. Take three deep breaths. Dear universe, I'm grateful for your many blessings. Please align me with prosperity, abundance, unconditional love, and growth. May the law of good karma apply to my life in all areas. I am so thankful and appreciative of my life and your blessings. For more affirmations and prayer templates, visit our Empower portal at www.thestilettofiles.com. Ooh, it's time for the Good Sis Case Study. Okay, Miss Courtney. Courtney is 36 year old. Wait, no. Let me read it like exactly. Wait, wait. Courtney is a 36 year old single and sexy woman. Come on, sexy. <laughs> she has healed from an eight year relationship and has decided to start dating again. During a date with a potential prospect, she mentioned that her that the financial status and income of her partner is very important to her. When asked to explain a little bit more, she shared that it is important for her partner to make more money than her, and she has expressed that lo- she expresses love through gifts and expects to receive gifts um, as well. So her love language pretty much is gifts. Courtney ended the date abruptly after he called her a gold digging hoe. I added hoe. He just said gold digger. <laughs> she <laughs> she reported feeling dumbfounded for his response and does not like 
that her requirements for a financially stable partner makes her a gold digger. So she has a question for us is, is she wrong? Is she a gold digger? Courtney, no. Not no, but <laughs> hell no. You're not a gold digger, sis. He just didn't have no money. <laughs> <laughs> he was bottom of the barrel, as they like to say. He was the bottom, bottom of the barrel. He was under the barrel. No. I think that, uh, you know... I think the main thing that we said last time is it's all about what you bring. So I feel like gold diggers have nothing to bring where I feel like people who want financial stability is somebody who brings something to the table and they just want to be matched if not exceeded. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like what you're doing is you set your goal, which is nothing wrong with that or your boundary is bases. You set your boundary and you just don't want to go below it because if your standard is dropped, then you're going to be with a bum guy like this guy. Exactly. And I feel like his ego got hurt because he, you probably made more than him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with your love language being gifts because that's how you see love. Right. And I think everybody, that's why it's one of the uh, love languages is because everybody receives love differently. Exactly. And it, you're not even asking him to make that much more. You might just make equal, if not more. I mean, there's multiple things that people bring to the table, but you set your standard, and I think you did great. I think you did great, too. Gifts is a love language, like you said, babe. Like, it's a love language. People receive love and give love with gifts, and that's okay. It is not saying, like, the gift has to be... She didn't say nowhere in her description that I said that the gift needed to be a Louis bag. Like, she just said that I express love through gifts and people that have the love language of gifts they like simple thoughtful things it's not necessarily uh you know the most expensive thing you can find they like like you know hey i remember you said you wanted you know this tea you wanted to try this this tea and they buy you that tea like it's literally like small things they like thoughtful gifts it does not have to be like you know a birkin bag which is what i think he heard her say and in his defense sort of Maybe he has been with someone that took advantage of him financially. Right. So he is like, whoa, you know, Get I heard you way. say, yeah, like I heard you say gifts. You were gold digging hub. Yeah, I could see if I was. So if, let me think about it from another perspective. If we were on our first date and we were asking about things. But you know what? I guess what it is is, sorry, I just had epiphany. <laughs> so. I'm thinking about it, and if she was like, you know, this are her standards, you want somebody that needs X amount of money, salary per year, and this, it wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't be intimidated. I wouldn't say anything, as long as I know you're bringing it back on the table, because I'm confident in what I bring to the table. So I'm not going to call you any other names, because it's unfortunate, but think about it. Women have more degrees out here than men, and so women probably are making more money than men now, and so the tables are turning, and, and that's the ego thing. Yeah, for sure. That's why I'm gay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rainbow flag all day. <laughs> well, she did say, like, oh, Courtney, I, I have to, you know, completely dissect the situation here. She did say that she wants someone that makes more money than her. Like, do you feel like that maybe could have been what he heard her say? Like, the more money part and not make the equivalent or more well i feel like if she said somebody who makes more they would say that in if you want me to do household chores things that people try to put these gender roles on it you're gonna have to make more money than me because i can i can feed my table as is without you here and make everything being met so if you're coming into my life you need to add more value if you want me to continue to do house like 
not necessarily household chores, but the things around the house that women are expected to do. Because nowadays, I think women are expected to do household chores and hold a job and watch the kids and, and all the things. So, like, our level of responsibilities have increased. Well, I think men has almost decreased because now if you're paying 50-50 on mortgage or rent, then that's not, yeah. then where are you taking up for the kids or, you know, where are you picking up at? But the thing is, homegirl was just on a date. They weren't even married. Well, I just feel like those are conversations. I think that, I'm glad that they had this conversation and she put her expectation out there. Mm-hmm. I, again, wouldn't have ran if somebody said that. I, I mean, more... It just depends on what you want that relationship. So if you're saying you want more, then what else? What are you bringing to the table that makes up the difference in the financial right. gap? Is yeah. what I would have asked. Yeah, I would have probably explored that a little bit more. It wouldn't have been something that scared me away. You know, just because that's not my love language doesn't mean it's like, oh, just because, you know, your love language is gifts that make you a gold digger. No. And the fact that this this date ended, like, abruptly yeah like he called her golden hoe he's i wonder if he paid the bill or not right (laughs) so twenty dollars will cover my side and i'm leaving exactly even though he may not have said hoe i'm pretty sure his demeanor said golden hoe and then he ended the day but i i don't i personally think that her landed out there she probably feels like you know what i done been through an eight-year relationship my next relationship i'm not playing any games this is my requirement yeah, I don't think there's nothing wrong. It just, I just, I mean, that just nips, weeds out the the pointless relationships and time now. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, her reason for them wanting to make more than her doesn't mean that, you know, she probably already makes a really good salary and maybe she's worded it differently or maybe you didn't, you said what you said, sis. So you said what you said, but maybe the intentionality behind it was like, you know, I want you to have, you know, go beyond me. Um, I want you to to do better than me. I want a leader. I want a man to be a leader yeah, in the household. Maybe that's what she wants. That's not my style, but that don't mean there's anything wrong with that. Um, well, I, I, I'm I'm torn with this one. Well, what if she had in her eight year relationships, she brought more money to the table, and that caused relationship issues because now he lost his ego and pride, mm-hmm. and so she's holding down more, and that's that's a problem for him as a man, and that's his right. ego getting in the way. So she has reasons she said that. And for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, it's okay. I mean, you could probably elaborate on it more, but, I mean, at this time, he wasn't worth hearing for it, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you, a man that was confident in himself and was meeting your financial expectations, <laughs> right. you wouldn't. they wouldn't budge. I wouldn't budge. I don't care who it was. I know that I can take care of my own if not you know more because right. once you lead when you put two two households together that makes it a good money it's you're only gonna you're you're creating wealth exactly i'm just chuckling because i'm literally visualizing how this probably could have went like you know they bobbing they they brought out the cocktails dinner just got started and she's like you know my love language is love she probably was just speaking from a growth an area of growth and a space of healing and you can tell he clearly had not healed because all he heard was gifts and make more money than me and he said oh no <laughs> got to go i gotta go it's it's sad but i don't think you missed out on anything yeah and i think it's even good too that she knows what her love language is i think you know i don't think everybody knows this i mean i don't feel like i learned this until i was a little bit older it's just knowing what my love language is how do i receive love yeah. Because if you don't know, then how can you tell somebody how to love you? So then you get mad when they mm-hmm. do things. 
and right. they actually love you. They're just loving you in the way that they know how to love you. Right. He only heard the money part, but if he would have actually heard what sis said, that she's gone through, she knows how she receives love. She knows how to tell you how to love her. She's gone through that healing and she knows her boundaries and where she stands. She knows what she brings to the table. So if I would have been on that date and my wife, if, if Bay over here would have said, you know, I, I expect this, this, and that, and this is what I want. I would have been like, drop them draws now. Drop them draws now. Or a real one. Let's go. Yeah, like, I would have heard beyond just the money. I feel like that's somebody that's been tainted. He probably done been with a gold digger before, for real, for real. And he's like, I'm not trying to get into it again. He just heard money and was like, no, I'm out. Or, I mean, they could just look like they make less than you because you can tell that they carry themselves well or they have these nice things. And so it's like if you notice that and you don't have those nice things, you might feel intimidated. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay. Sis, I think you're doing it. Keep doing it. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure you felt I probably would have been shocked too. I would have been shocked too. Like, wait, what is happening here? You just called me a golden hoe. I would said, you broke. You broke, bitch. You broke, bitch. You can't right. handle me. But no, she didn't do that. She just ended the day and she said, you know what? I'm done. I'm walking away from this. I'm not going to put any more time. So she's in a great space. No, to answer your question, you are not a gold digger. I personally would have felt dumbfounded too. And and I would have ended the day. There's really no need for me to waste my time. She ended the date, actually. Let's just be clear. Okay, well. Because <laughs> when you say something that disrespectful, that's an automatic date ender. Yeah, it, absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, you a gold digger. I just really want to visualize how that went. I would have loved to be the waitress. You want to reenact this? Like, you want to act like me and you were having a dinner date? <laughs> I would have loved to be the waitress, the, putting those cocktails on that table to hear that. To hear him say, like, we walked by, like, um, would you like a straw? You a gold digger. Oh. <laughs> I would have been like, what is going on here? I would have told all the bartenders to come over here and listen to this. So, Courtney, with a K, what is your love language? Right? You, I mean, you, Courtney, you doing it, girl. Please don't let this crazy fool make you feel like, you know, your expectations, you should lower those expectations. Please don't. Because yeah. when you lower, you know what? Let's go. Let's go to commercial break, and then I want to tell you what happens when you lower your expectations. So I'm very glad you did what you did. Hey, sis. I hope you're doing well and in high vibrations. I wanted to take some time to not only reintroduce myself but my brand as well. I am Kay, founder and CEO of The Stiletto Files. My brand includes a psychotherapy extension called TSF Therapy based in Tennessee. TSF Therapy is a global healing brand for women everywhere. I am a licensed therapist and soul healer. This just means that not only am I qualified to provide evidence-based psychotherapy, I have acquired expertise in energy healing as well. I use a variety of healing tools including abstract art, tarot and oracle cards, sound healing, and other tools to help connect you to your mind and body. To find out more about my services, visit www.thesolidophiles.com. What do you think happens, babe, when you lower your expectations? Let's say she would have been like, no, no, You're going to end up with my ex. (laughs) That's what's going to happen, and I'm so sorry if that is what happens. (laughs) Um, No, I feel like you're going to um, find yourself in a situation later that you know, like we had an episode about this before, about all the red flags, you keep ignoring it. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a red flag for you because that's something you're not willing to accept. So then you're going to 
settle, keep settling, keep settling. Then you're going to be with somebody and then you're going to lose your, you could possibly lose yourself. Exactly. And then you're going to be upset when something happens and you're like, oh my God, they did this. But in reality, they showed signs mm-hmm. earlier. You just accepted right. it. Right. You lower your expectations or you try to say like, you know, well, maybe my love language shouldn't be gift. I mean, that's a bad thing. And then you start changing parts of yourself mm-hmm. to end up in some type of a situation where you realize that you aren't getting what you uh, deserve or you're not you're not feeling love you're not fulfilled yeah like there's really please if your love language is gifts there is nothing wrong with that and me being a therapist I do try to tell people in couples counseling or even in individuals like sometimes there is this stigma behind if gifts is your thing you know they you must you gotta have a rich partner no literally someone with that love language they like thoughtful things so, you know, I literally, I could have seen that you, you know, got you your favorite candy or your favorite snack, or we could have been in a store together and you said, I really want these type of paper towels. And I send you these paper towels to your house. Like, it could literally be something so simple like that. It does not mean that when someone has a love language of gifts that they need, they want all this expensive stuff, like buy me a car. Right. I buy some, uh, bay some gummies and she's so appreciative. Y'all, I be busting them down because it's like, <laughs> it's the thoughtfulness behind it. And I think that literally what I think that man heard was gifts and his own scorned past is what made him reject a good woman. Because I wouldn't have heard that. I would have come from a space of healing and would have heard sis been on her shit, knowing what she wants. And because I know I would have been bringing the fire too, it would have made me feel like, yes, it's a great match. I would have heard it and been like, okay, so what you bring to the table? Yeah. This is what you want? What you? What do you bring since you want so much? Why would I be like, well, this is my love, this is my love language, Courtney. What okay? Yours is love. Yours is gifts. Mine mm. is quality time. Yours is touch me. All right. Got it. <laughs> that is physical touch. Don't feel bad about that either, y'all. Physical touch is one of my love languages. I just feel like it's just a stigma behind people with that love language. And I don't like that. I don't. Because just because that's your love language does not mean you're a gold digger. There's they're two completely different things. She did nowhere near. She said you have to make more money than me. Not you have to make all the money. I mean, she's bringing money. So it's not saying she's not even bringing nothing to the table. Because mm-hmm. a gold digger wouldn't bring nothing to the table. They would just expect that everything. Is. And he didn't <laughs> want that either, clearly. <laughs> And you know, gold diggers aren't that open and forward about it. If I'm a gold digger, I'm going to try to tell you everything that you want to hear so yeah. you can give me everything that I want. So I'm going right. to go ahead and feed you up. Go ahead and hype you up. Mm-hmm. Like get in your head. Gold diggers make you think you're the best thing popping. And that's because they know that they have to stroke your ego to get the gold. If they don't stroke your ego, there is no gold. They're, they're, the well runs dry if they don't keep it right and tight. Right. And that's just a lot. I feel like personally, that's too much to keep up with. I, I don't want to feel like I got to go into the knife or I got to look like this because if you, you know, equate your value to your body, it's always going to be somebody else with a better body. Like me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. You're right. You're right. Well, it's maybe stacked. I really do feel like there's always going to be, if you, if that is all you have to offer, and maybe for those out there that are, you know what, I, I could be operating off of stereotyping stigma maybe everybody that's a gold digger does not only off their body but that's what i envision and if that's the case you just gotta make sure your body standpoint and that's okay that's a lot of pressure i thought that's a lot of pressure to make sure i look i think that's pressure especially if you decide to have a baby with somebody then you have to get back to that oh yeah it makes me think of like 
so I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. I see all I need to see through the shade room. But I know Safari and Erica Mena. Like I feel like it just reminds me of that situation. And though he's not verbally said it, it's just like he treated her so badly when she had always like, made comments about her body and stuff like that. And um, I just thought like, that's just a lie. And I'm not saying she's a gold digger. I'm just saying that expectation of looks, like that is what I expect to be. You a trophy. Being somebody's trophy for gold in exchange for gold, for them coins, well, for I the like, bread. But that's just like saying, hey, I'm a personal trainer and I'm going to make sure my body looks good so I can get clients. That's basically what she's saying. You signed up in this contract of this relationship <laughs> knowing that your body is the reason you're here. You better act like that's your full-time job and you better get your body back right if you want to live the same lifestyle you currently live. So that's fine. That's just what you assigned to. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. That's just what you chose to do. It's crazy. I was on Instagram one of, of maybe even last year or sometime. I just remember there was a somebody interviewed somebody and the girl was saying like how she was with this like very financially stable man. He moved her to a penthouse, got her own apartment and cars. And then he realized he didn't want to be with her anymore and wanted her to leave the apartment. And she said that she feel or the condo or whatever, the penthouse, she feels like he should continue to, to supply that lifestyle for her because he brought her into that. He shouldn't expect her or demand her to downgrade her lifestyle when it was him that upgraded her lifestyle. He should still be paying for her things. Mm-hmm. Now, if y'all have heard this thing on Instagram, y'all send it to me so I can let Bay watch it again. Yeah, because my face is real messed up right now, y'all. <laughs> but you hear what I just said, Bay? Like it was just so she he. So let's say I upgrade you, right? I eat my ex. We not together no more. So I'm like, yo, you guys to go. And she's like, no, you got to continue to pay for my things because mm-hmm. you showed me what good is. Actually, what you should do is <laughs> now that you see good, you should try, strive for good and try to match right. good for yourself because you don't need to be dependent on anybody. The way she said it, I remember when I watched the interview, like she's what you would expect. Like she looked like an Instagram model. She she was all the that things. That booty fat, y'all. It, you know, like she had got a, you know, classic BBL, like what you would expect to see. Nothing new there. And I feel like she was so confident in what she said. Like, no, you need to continue to fund my lifestyle. You should continue. And was trying to make him feel bad for saying, no, you need to move out. You need to pretty much take over these payments. You can keep the car. You just need to take over the payments. She felt so obligated and entitled that she wanted him to continue to support her. And they were broken up. Her friends and her family are boosting her head up and making her feel like she's better than. That's why she feels that way. Yeah. Because that means birds of a feather flock together, right? And so that means that's what her surrounding feels like is that's, you know, you were put on this earth to be quote unquote beautiful. And mm-hmm. this is what your God given talent is or gift. And so everybody should see that and see the gift. But your friends and your family ain't paying for said things. So. Right. I literally was watching that with just so much disbelief that she felt so confident and, and so entitled. Yes. She was like, I mean, even the interviewers were looking at her like she was crazy and they ate her up in the comments. But it was just so interesting to me to see that like, wow, women really be out here thinking in that way. Hmm. How crazy is that? I would never want my livelihood to be dependent on anything but what I earn. Like, that's just so much anxiety to me to have my livelihood be based off of something like that. But and I'm indifferent. I feel like that's what they chose. Like, these are these are decisions that people are, are making. So if you're making this decision, you know what you're signing up for. That's just like saying if you worked hard for something else and got a trade for school or whatever you work for that so now that's yours this is what your goal is if you put all the effort you did into 
trying to be the gold digger or perfecting your body in the way to be attracted of these men that are flashy, then that's what you want. That's what your goal is. You strove for that. Where other people might not have strived for the same thing. So you can, that's what they chose to do. And that's what they got. And to be real, to keep it, I don't want to, I don't want to put this all on women. Men can be gold diggers too. Men can be gold diggers too. So, I don't even want to put all this on women that where it's like, you know, only women can, you know, women are after these men in their money. I feel like there's some really bottom of the barrel men out here that is after mm-hmm. a woman's money as well. So don't just be thinking that a woman can be a gold digger because I've seen a lot of men. Yeah, I know one right now on the top of my head. Woo, when I tell you I got about four or five I can list out right now Thanks. that they are a gold digger, but they, they do it like like you said, babe, most gold diggers, they do it in such a discreet way. They're not out here saying, you know what? I am a gold digger and I expect this, this, and that. They could say that, but they know they won't get as much bite. So they got to act like they care and they got to act like they do all these things. I know some men that want to live out their high school dreams of becoming like mm-hmm. a sports player, athlete, rapper, or whatever Ooh. the thing. And I feel Ooh. like they're gold digging off their, their woman or their, their you know wives or girlfriends that make all this money. And the the girlfriend is supplying their life. And yeah. so, yes, men can be gold diggers, too. I'm not going to say They were probably had all the, um, everything that it needed to be great potential, but they never had what it took to actually drive it home. So mm-hmm. people fell in love with the potential. Mm-hmm. And then they end up using that potential to get all the, all the women and let them take care of them, mm-hmm. is what I've seen. I know a lot of men out here taking money from their gold diggers. They feel like they have someone, oh, I lay that D down. I lay that D down. So, you know, she she give me my my allowance. And I'm like, you sound a fool. Allowance. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't hear that in real life. You sound a fool. The things you see on Facebook. I literally only follow these people for my own cackles and uh, entertainment. Because I really do be seeing men on there. Like, oh, yeah, I give her this D. That's all I got to do is give her, the, give her this D. And it's like... That's the equivalent to a woman trying to just give her ass for the gold. Men out here thinking they can get that that raunchy ass, soggy eggplant and taking women <laughs> money from women as well. So it's just not it, a gold digger is not just a female. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's a good point. I so women, we're not that. coming just for you. We're just hating on all the people that are users because that's what we do not like. We don't like people that you go out here and get your own. Be in control of your life. Gold diggers are not in control of their life. That is a very anxiety-provoking lifestyle that I personally just wouldn't want to live. I like to be in control of my life, and that's just who I am. So that's why I strive for my own financial stability. So naturally, I attract people that are on the same path, period. Oof. Courtney with a K, girl, go do your thing. Go on another date. Keep doing your thing. Keep your standards high. Forget him. Forget him. Go find a her. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You can do that, too. If that's what you do, you can do that, too. But, like, seriously, forget him. No, you are not a gold digger. So I want to reiterate that again. You are out here doing it. Keep healing. Keep growing. Keep doing your thing, Courtney with a K. Yes, sis. Two snaps for you. (laughs) well we have reached the end of this episode it has been a pleasure as always we will catch you on the next episode of the stiletto talk podcast Uh